Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jordan Canlis here, speaker, coach, and founder of State Shifters, and you're listening to the State Shifters podcast, a show designed to help conscious achievers master their internal state and break free from the limiting patterns that are keeping them stuck so you can live a life of passion, purpose, and freedom. And on this podcast, you're going to receive everything you need to evolve physically, emotionally, spiritually, and you're going to be getting the tools, the strategies, the live coaching, interviews, all from conscious creators who are also living their purpose and leaving their mark on the world. And really, it's it's my belief that we're all capable of greatness. And once we have the courage to own our pain and learn the lessons from our past, we can create a future built around our purpose. And my intention with this show is to really give you the resources you need to help to tap into your unique soul mission and really live life from a beautiful state of being. So with that being said, if you want more tools, resources, or guidance in your journey, head on over to stateshifters.com. If you want to join my free Facebook community, you can click the link in the show description. And if you're interested in getting help from me or some mentoring, if you want to accelerate your evolution and move beyond these limiting patterns that are holding you back, feel free to drop me an email, jordan at stateshifters.com, or you can head on over to the website, stateshifters.com slash work with me, and we can tee up a call. So without further ado, guys, enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. Guys, you know, the lessons that I'm going to be sharing with you this week have come off the back of one week in lockdown out here in Perth, Western Australia, and I just moved into a new place. If you watched my live last week, you would have seen that. And the the kind of lessons that I took from being at home in lockdown, my girlfriend was forced to work from home as well. So we were in a one-bedroom apartment, you know, not too much space in here, and I got a lot of lessons from that. And I know a lot of people around the world right now have been in lockdown for a a longer period in time and perhaps you've been forced to be around family members, loved ones for maybe longer than what you're used to. Maybe your work is sort of like your ability, the work is the outlet to just get some space in your life. Maybe the gym was your outlet or, or maybe your social outings were your outlet. And now we've lost all these outlets And what's coming to the surface is a real test, you know, a real test in our relationships. So the lesson on what I'm going to be talking about today is going to be all about relationships and how to kind of strengthen those relationships in a time when they're really being tested. So this all is going to circle back to the relationship that you have with yourself because that sets the foundation for all other relationships. I've made some notes on some key points that I want to address today in this live and Like I said, if there's anything that you've gone through over the last few months around relationships and maybe you've struggled to maintain a sense of connection in your relationships, hopefully today's live will give you some insights on how to reestablish that connection. So the first thing I wanted to start with is, like I said, you know, your relationships are being tested, meaning the relationship with yourself is really being tested. If you're working from home, if you're doing more things at home with less outlets, 
that means we're actually being forced to look at all the parts of ourselves that maybe we've ignored, distracted from, or numbed in the past. Now, what happens in our other relationships is if we're around someone, a family member or a loved one, and we haven't addressed the deficiency or the block inside of ourselves, what will happen is we will subconsciously or sometimes consciously, because I've done this before, just start blaming or being in resistance or starting to get irritated by the people around us. You ever felt that before? You know, you ever felt like just irritated by someone else's presence or you just, you're just in a shit mood and you don't even know why? That's usually because you haven't spent enough time with yourself to be with whatever's down there that needs attention. And what happens in the past, before lockdown, before COVID, whenever we would like feel this irritation, be like, oh, fuck it, we'll just go, go and hang out with my mates or I'll go like go to the bar or, you know, let's just go to the gym. Let's just go to all the outlets so we don't have to sit with this like uncomfortableness, this discomfort that's down there. But what's happening now is the discomfort's being projected. It's being projected outwards. And I'm sharing this because I noticed this in myself. So this is something that I brought a lot of awareness to and it's something I'm inviting you to start with. And that's the first pillar in having a solid relationship with yourself is to have self-awareness. So you have an opportunity to reflect and maybe just watching this live is your catalyst. Maybe it's the, the reminder for you to reflect on, okay, what are the areas in my life right now where maybe I'm not quite happy or I'm, I'm upset about or the areas in my relationships where I don't feel complete or I don't like what that person does or I don't like when, when they do this. Where in my life right now am I upset or unhappy? Self-awareness. So we check back in with, okay, what is it about that that's triggering me? What does that trigger? Where do I feel that? What do I feel? A lot of us sometimes is just so cut off from feeling, we don't even know what's getting triggered. So how can you even know what to give yourself if you're not even aware of the fact that you're pulling around this stuck energy, this stuck emotion? So self-awareness is key. And one of the ways you do that is, is, is journaling. I'll, I'll journal, I'll write down things that I'm noticing in myself. One of the other ways I do that is I, I have a coach. You know, I have constant check-ins where I'm getting the light shined on areas that I might be missing or overlooking or that I can't see. So you want to start to have outlets where you can reflect, when you can express in a safe way what it is that you're feeling. You must first have the ability to check in with yourself. What do you feel on a moment-to-moment basis? You know, what like it's it's just setting up something in your day where you can have regular check-ins and i try to do this like as often as possible what am i feeling right now is my energy coming from a place of fear or is it coming from love they're like they're the, they're the two they're the two sources right you'll know when you're coming from love you know you're coming from fear you know and just checking with that am i coming from love right now or am i coming from fear if you're coming from fear then we move on to the next step in your relationship with yourself with this which is self-responsibility you know, acknowledging the fact that, hey, I'm, I'm afraid. There's, there's, an, there's fear energy coming out of me right now. Fear energy often manifests as, in different forms. Anger, resentment, jealousy, anxiousness. You know, fear is, is manifested in different forms. So I'm, ju- I'm just saying fear is a blanket term for all the other negative emotions that we've labeled as things we don't want to feel. So you feel this negative fear energy. We take... Full responsibility for that, meaning, hey, this is my stuff. This emotion that I'm carrying around is 
is inside of me and it's got actually nothing to do with the person I'm around. It's got nothing to do with the person or situation that may have triggered it. So what that does is, when you take full responsibility for your emotions and what you feel moment to moment, what that does is something really, really powerful. You get to reclaim your power back. So when you reclaim your power, you say, hey, I'm in charge of what I feel. I'm not at mercy to some external environment, person, a virus, anything. I'm in charge of my emotional state. So when you have the power to make decisions consciously to actually sit with and be with and actually feel, what happens is you become bulletproof to your environment. You become bulletproof to the people who might be triggering you around you. Taking back your power is one of the most powerful things you can do. Just think about it. The minute you say, oh, fuck, you know, that person always pissed me off. I can't hang around them. Or this virus is stopping me from, from doing the things I want to do. This virus is stopping me from being the person I want to be. You're just giving your power away to all things external. Now, there is, there is no one making you feel anything. It's you allowing yourself to feel something. So self-responsibility is one of the most important things. You are responsible for what, what, what you feel moment to moment. You are responsible for this life that you've created around you. No one else. So if you just sit for a second and go, hey, if I'm responsible and everything around me is a result of what I've chosen to feel, the minute you, you take responsibility, it means you can change it at any point in time. Just slow down, stop, be, feel something, feel into that. What do you want to feel instead? If you're not happy with what you have around you, just change what you feel because your external life is a manifestation of your internal emotional state moment to moment. So join the dots there. Self-responsibility gives you your power back. It gives you the ability to choose something different. If, you don't happy, if you're not happy with, with your life, take responsibility first for the life you've created. So back into the context of relationships, if you get triggered by someone, it's your first step to catch the trigger and then acknowledge that, hey, this is my stuff. You just happen to be the messenger. The person who triggered you just happens to be the messenger to shine the light on something inside of you that's not free yet, something inside of you that's still holding fear energy. Make sense? So you actually get to, if you have a high level of self-awareness and presence in the moment, you can actually thank that person. You go, thank you, you've just shined the light on something that I'm not complete with on the inside. Do you mind if I take five minutes and come back to this conversation? Do you mind if I just step outside for a moment? I've just got to be with this emotion that's coming up. That's, the, that's, the, that's the, the level of consciousness you can bring to a relationship when you have self-awareness and self-responsibility, right? The next stage, the next thing is really important. The next thing that, I, that I'm going to really, and you hear about this a lot, it's self-love. So, so far we've got self-awareness, self-responsibility, and self-love. So once you have the self-love piece in place, you can take the break. You can step away from whatever's triggered you, whatever's upset you. Maybe it's this whole fucking COVID thing and it's triggered me a lot last, last week wearing the mask. I can step away and look at, okay, what's coming up inside of me that is, that is unhappy, that's scared, that's afraid. How can I give love to this part of me? What does this part of me need so that this fear energy can be nurtured and supported so I can return back to love? This is so, so important because... Once you can kind of dig a little bit deeper to understand that self-love goes far beyond just a mental concept of indulging yourself in certain activities. Self-love is a true intimate connection that you build with yourself. This level of intimacy that you can create with yourself through spending time with yourself actually sets the tone for all other relationships. 
It sets the tone for all the energy that you bring to the people around you. So once you have that ability to know this is what I need right now to return back to love, you have a powerful level of awareness in your, in your being. Now you've got a bunch of, I've shared so many tools in the past about how to access a deeper connection with yourself. Things such as yoga, meditation, breath work, journaling, spending time in nature, anything that allows you to get beyond your mind to back into the body where you can really experience the feeling state that life's bringing up inside of you. Having self-love was something that completely changed everything for me. And it's one of the core pillars of having a strong relationship with yourself is knowing how to give love to yourself. Recently, one of the ways I've been doing it is like, I've got into Qigong a lot recently. I love, I love uh, waking up first thing and doing Qigong early in the morning because it's such a gentle way of waking up the body. And to me, it's a form of self-love. And there's one practice in Qigong where you're literally just touching yourself. You're moving your hands down your body, you're touching your arms, you grab your balls, you get your hands down your legs and you just, you just gently touch yourself. And that form of self-love is you getting intimate with what you feel. That is the simplest way of defining self-love. Get intimate with yourself and understand what it is that you feel because when you know yourself so well, you'll know very quickly when there's something inside that's not happy. And when you have practices that are foundational pillars in your life, routines that set you up to just start the day with yourself, end the day with yourself, and throughout the day have check-ins you really start to have just a strong connection, a self-connection. And you'll know when you're connected with yourself, you'll be able to hold capacity for other people. You'll have energy on the inside to give. You'll be able to go out to life. And you know, if you're stuck at home with your family, you'll have capacity, you'll have extra energy. You'll feel complete, you'll feel whole. And when you're in that state, the people around you benefit. It's so important. So the next pillar that I've identified in the relationship with yourself that's really, really important is self-accountability. Self-accountability is the, is the commitment that allows you to maintain practices. The things you know you should be doing that are going to support you in this, in this growth, in this journey. How can you keep yourself accountable to make sure you're actually following through on doing them? Self-accountability is something that a lot of people think they need. I need accountability from someone else. But if when you can have self-accountability, when you can hold yourself to a high standard to know, hey... I'm not, I don't skip meditation. I don't skip my time with myself. I don't, this is a non-negotiable activity in my day. When you have that level of self-accountability, it's a standard that gets created in your life and other people will start to feel that. They'll feel the energy in your voice when, you've, when you keep the promises you make to yourself and have really high standards, that level of accountability creates an energetic shift. And that comes back to any form of teacher, coach, uh, leader, Anyone that you look up to, you'll be able to feel in their energy, the level of standards they're living in their life. You know, the people who don't have confidence are the ones that just don't know how to follow through on their promises. They, they know what they should be doing, but they're falling prey to the instant pleasures. Self-accountability really is the pillar. It's the pillar that keeps it all together, that keeps you consistent. The consistency is the name of the game. You could listen to this, what I'm sharing with you right now and apply it and go off and do the practices and, and develop the self-awareness, but Doing it once is not enough. It must be consistent. To develop consistency, you must have accountability with yourself, right? And to have that accountability really, for me, helps to check in with why am I doing this? Why is it important for me to have a connection with myself? Why is it important for me to protect my energy? Why is it important for me to show up the way that I wanna show up? 
And when you have that level of purpose dialed in, the why dialed in, thinking about, hey, these, this person needs me at my best, you know, or the world needs me at my best. The world needs me to take a stand. Or if I don't take a stand, if I don't have accountability, what, is that, what does that future look like? What direction am I heading if I'm not maintaining these practices? It looks pretty grim. Right now, if you don't have accountability, it's looking pretty fucking dark. Because we've all been there. We know how miserable that is. Because there ain't much to look forward to right now. But if you can have accountability, if you can spend time with yourself to nourish, support, process, and integrate all everything that's coming up right now, I can guarantee it on the other side of all of this is a new evolved version of yourself and a new evolved version of the planet and the world. Right? Because we're all heading to the same destination. But how you get to that destination is up to you. There's one more thing I want to add that I want to mention that came up in a coaching session that I had with one of my coaches. And you know, one of the things he said was just give up trying. He said, just stop trying. This is what he said to the coach. And I was like, yeah, fuck, what does he mean by that? And it got me thinking because he said, if you just stop trying so hard in personal development, think about it. We're all trying really hard, especially myself. Like I'm, I love trying hard. Like I'll get all the fucking practice, do all the things, read all the books, do all the stuff. But when we just stop trying, we're forced to be with that underlying fear of losing control. Sometimes all the trying and all the obsessiveness with having to get everything right is actually a coping mechanism because we don't want to face a fear that we're going to lose control. So that was so big for me. And you know, if you're anything like me, if you're like an ambitious person, if you're someone who likes to be better and achieve and become, become the best version of yourself, you'll know it's very hard to just stop trying. Like to wake up one day and be like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit and I'll do anything today. And let life just like move through me and actually show me all these fears these fears and unworthiness, all these fears that I'm going to not, not have it figured out or all these fears that I'm going to run out of time or money or whatever it is. That's actually the most powerful work you can do. So I'll only know it's time to take action, to move forward, to be relentless in my pursuits when I know the energy is coming from love. It's the only reason why I can jump on this live today. If my energy was coming from fear, I wouldn't get on here because I have an alter alternative motive. I'm only able to take action from love when I take time to just stop trying for a second. So I really want to leave you guys with that. If you're on a journey like this with me, then it's so powerful to know when it's time to stop trying. Knowing when it's time to stop taking forward action and maybe to take the being action. Just be with the fear. Be with what you experience moment to moment because life will bring it up. You know, life is gonna to bring to surface whatever it is that you're trying to run from. It's gonna bring it up just in roundabout ways. So are you coming from fear? Are you coming from love? And that's your indicator as to what kind of action you wanna take. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it there, guys. The final thing is if you resonated with what I shared around building a stronger relationship with yourself and some of those core pillars that I mentioned, I'm gonna be diving deeper into this on Wednesday evening or Thursday morning Perth time if you're, in, if you're in Western Australia. I'm gonna be doing a free workshop where I'm gonna show you deeper into how to actually solidify and build a stronger connection with yourself. It's gonna be a free, free workshop masterclass. I'm gonna host it on Zoom. If you wanna sign up for that or if you wanna register for that, click the link in my bio. The Zoom link is in there, you can sign up. 
I'm going to be going deeper into this because I feel like this is the time. This is the time to strengthen your connection with yourself because the world needs it. Your, your other relationships need it. All your other relationships are based upon this connection. So if you want to dial in your energy, if you're ready to move into love and out of fear, I'm going to be sharing everything in that workshop. So check out the link in my bio. If you're listening on the podcast, it'll be in the podcast description as well. Guys, thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing start to your week. Um, It's going to be a massive week and we'll be in touch. More content coming soon. Take care. Much love. Bye for now. Hey, there we have it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And yeah, look, if you made it this far, cool. Here's my voice again in your ear. And I'm going to make one more request for you is go ahead and subscribe and leave a comment on the podcast page because I'm really putting a lot of focus and attention on getting this podcast out to more people because I know what I'm putting in here can serve and bring value to people. And it would mean a lot if you got value from this to to leave some feedback and, and subscribe so you stay up to date with what's coming up. Um, and as always, follow me on Instagram. And I love hearing from you. It's at State Shifters. Uh, until the next episode, guys, thank you so much and I appreciate you.